This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 200th episode of Talk Direction. Oh my goodness! 200! Wow, I totally forgot until just this second. Well, I kind of knew earlier, but that was really exciting saying it. Wow. (laughs) I didn't really notice until after I said it. Yeah, geez. I was like, it sounds so weird because we've been saying 100 and or one something. Uh Uh-huh. For so long. 200 episodes, guys. And what one did you start on? What number episode? Um, I don't remember, but I think it was in the one uh 40s maybe 140s okay it's been a long long time Mm-hmm. yeah so today we're gonna be talking about eroda we got the adore you trailer today it's monday december 2nd um so we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about louis's new music video for don't let it break your heart and yeah exciting stuff mm-hmm. um how have you been this week caitlin um, I have been okay. Um, I've taken up knitting, which I was telling Lucia about, which is exciting. exciting. It's a new endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had Thanksgiving, which was mm-hmm. fun and stressful and, you know, mm-hmm. as Thanksgivings typically are. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> um, what else? I, I did some work on my med school stuff. And that's nice. about it. How have you been? I've been good. Um, I had uh, f- some family and friends visiting for Thanksgiving last week. Mm-hmm. And it was so nice. Um, but I always get like a, a hangover after I like have people visit mm-hmm. where I just feel kind of sad because I miss them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I've been kind of the last couple of days. But it was really nice to have them here. Yeah. For sure. That's nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we get into the episode, um, make sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkdirection, where we do Talk Direction Download, which is a 30-minute extra episode we record at the end of every main episode. Uh, last week on TDDL, we did our fanfic book club episode. And this week, we're going to probably be talking about LP1, which is Liam's album that's coming out in two days. Ooh. Two um, days? Oh, my gosh. Wait. Wait. No. Sorry. I thought it was Wednesday. It's Monday. It's coming <laughs> out in four days. I was like, whoa, two days. <laughs> but still, it's coming out in yeah. four days. Yeah. There's a lot of confusion and weirdness around it. There's so we're a lot of delve things into coming that. out in four days as well. A lot of things coming out. Wow. Yeah. So if you want to hear our our thoughts on that, um, you can head on over to patreon.com slash talk direction. And we also, um, we got a really nice email from a listener um, a couple weeks ago named Spencer, and we wanted to read part of it. 
Um, Spencer said it would be okay to read it on air. Um, so I'll start and then I'll have Caitlin read some too. It's a bit long, um, but I feel like it's good stuff. So I Buckle your seatbelts, people. <laughs> okay. I was never really a One Direction fan. I had heard their radio hits like everyone has. I was aware of who the boys were through cultural osmosis, and I definitely never had anything bad to say about them or anything like that at all. They just sort of missed me, and I was never involved in the fandom in any capacity. Similarly to how I had been aware of the band and the boys through cultural osmosis, and just existing as a person on the internet, over the past few years, I started to become more and more aware of Harry specifically. As a queer person, a lot of my engagement on the internet in places like Twitter is with other LGBT plus people and LGBT plus issues. And I started to notice that Harry was being wrought up a lot in these circles. It seemed like Harry Styles was suddenly queer culture, and so I couldn't help but pay a little more attention to him in a way that I hadn't before. I had heard about medicine and I rooted for him at the Met Gala. I saw things about his concerts basically being pride events, and in the past year or so, I definitely developed an appreciation for him and the space that he has created in his fan base and at his concerts for LGBT, LGBT plus people to feel safe and comfortable, and even beyond that, to be celebrated. As a trans person, I was also really inspired by the way he expresses femininity as a man. I wasn't in the fandom in any true sense of the word. I hadn't even listened to his album, but I really appreciated what he represents, and I looked forward to and thoroughly enjoyed his recent profile in Rolling Stone. Then, not long after that, Lights Up dropped. I clicked on the video the night it came out, hoping that I'd like the song and that the video would be a cool piece of art from someone I'd been admiring from afar for a while now. And it's hard for me to put into words what listening to it slash watching it that night was like. As soon as it was over, as soon as it was over, I immediately pressed play again. I must have watched the video 20 times, and I teared up pretty much every time. There was just something about it that was, it sounds dramatic, but it was revelatory to me. It was all I could think about. I watched it again and again the next day. I watched other people reacting to it. I listened to the song on repeat on, many, on my way to class. I read reviews of it. I scrolled on Twitter looking for everyone's responses to it. I'm the kind of person to listen to a new song I love over and over again anyways, but it has been a long time since something just taken over my thoughts as much as this has. And it was just so exciting, being so excited about it and seeing how excited everyone else was about it. It made me spiral and go back and experience everything I'd missed from the past few years. I watched old concert footage, I went back and listened to a self-titled album, which I loved. I reread the Rolling Stone interview and discovered older interviews. I had something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> I had something to look forward to every night because when I got back from university, I knew I had so much to catch up on. Um, and that finally brings me to the podcast. And then they talk a little bit about um, listening to us and saying nice things, which I feel weird reading aloud. Um, you know, you know, how it feels weird, like reading someone praising you. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm definitely one of those people that are like, yeah, I'm great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well i was gonna have you're, you read this you're next. like too um humble uh i don't know if that's the I'm right too word sure. <laughs> well i was gonna have you read this next highlighted bit but if you want to read this this other part too feel free no i'm okay which part am i reading starting with i loved i was just kind of listening <laughs> yes. and not looking yes yeah okay right here I loved your discussion of Lights Up in the most recent episode. It made me think more deeply about what it was was 
what it was about the song and the video that affected me so much. Take me back to that first night of me watching it with my fingers almost covering my eyes, feeling so much even if I wasn't completely sure what I was feeling. It made me think about the queer experience in relation to the artistic experience in a way I hadn't before. What that must feel like to finish a performance or put art into the world and know that people come away from experiencing that art feeling like they know you in some way or that they have some understanding of you that you yourself lack. That lack of agency you have over how you are understood by others, the vulnerability in allowing yourself to be perceived and potentially judged, and then the bravery and freedom in that choice to open yourself up anyway, knowing all of that. That was beautifully written. Mm-hmm. When you watch the video and listen to the song, you are watching someone reveal themselves to you, making themselves vulnerable to you. In real time, we get to see that, and that is so profoundly affecting. I feel so much appreciation and affection towards Harry for making that choice to do that with this song and this video. I'm so grateful that you guys have created a space to have an in-depth discussion about it, and I can't wait to see, wait for the next episode that focuses on the video. Once again, thank you. Sorry for being so long-winded, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Best, Spencer. I just love this email so much. It was so nice to read. Yes. Um, I feel like Spencer just summed up so many of my thoughts in such a beautiful way. Same. Um, and it's also just, like, always interesting to me how people come to, like, the fandom from different kind of corners. I feel like a lot of people who interact with us on a regular basis are people who are in the One Direction fandom in some way or another. So it's mm-hmm. so interesting to get someone who like never was and they've like now there's going to be people who like discover Harry as a solo artist like knowing nothing about him previously. Yeah. And that's just like so interesting and like must yeah. be such a different experience to like not have any preconceived ideas of who he is. Especially like obviously having known about One Direction on the peripheral because I think most people mm-hmm. do even if you don't know like really who was in it or anything but then getting to go back and like delve more into One Direction especially because so much of the history is like crystallized online and on YouTube right. and like you can really relive it in a way that you wouldn't have been able to 10 years ago um, mm-hmm. and like fully immerse yourself which is really interesting and even as Spencer was saying just into like Harry's first couple years you know if you're mm-hmm. if you're coming as Spencer did coming to Harry sort of at the start of his second era um, mm-hmm. going back to the first era and experiencing that um, is also really cool and I'm sure it'll just like this pattern will keep repeating himself itself yeah. the more it, Harry draws people to him Mm-hmm. yeah definitely so thank you so much for emailing us Spencer I don't know if you're still listening but hopefully you are <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you are and you're very kind about all the nice things you said to us yes so we're going to chat a little bit about Louis's music video for Don't Let It Break Your Heart, which came out today. We talked about the, um, the lyric video, which came out last week uh, on last week's episode, but today we got the real music video, and it's a continuation of the story we saw in Kill My Mind and We Made It. Um, and I thought there was only going to be three videos in like this series and that this was going to be the last one. But at the end of this video, they teased another song. Did they? I didn't even realize. Yeah. You know, at the end, like when they're 
walking on the beach yeah that music playing isn't the end of don't let it break your heart oh i didn't even like right? i was just i was just like oh at first i was like oh it's gonna keep going when he was in the water and then i was like oh then they mm-hmm. kissed on the beach this must be the end mm-hmm. I, but then i didn't listen to the music so yeah interesting i wonder if it'll continue this this story or that was just like a teaser to another song or something right yeah i'm i'm not sure i tried to look it up but there's like so much happening online right now i couldn't find anything yet Mm -hmm. um but what were your initial thoughts on this video um I thought it clarified some of the other storylines that happened in the previous Mm -hmm. two videos. But at the same time, I couldn't, I like couldn't figure everything out. And like, maybe I didn't, I need to like watch all three together and like really follow the storyline. And I didn't invest myself, but I was still like, it wasn't like blatantly obvious everything that happened to me. I mean, Uh (laughs) that happened in the music video. So I was like, (laughs) I'm still confused. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. um, it was cool. I liked how Louis was involved the plot this time i feel like in the other ones he wasn't as involved now we saw like louis being a part of like a team of people stealing money or whatever Um, right so i liked that he was more involved and not just on the peripheral so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and those those last shots of them like kissing in the sunlight were very cheesy (laughs) (laughs) i was like um okay too much heteronormativity (laughs) for me Uh thank you yeah um i'm definitely like liking this song more and more the more i hear it um Mm -hmm. when i was like watching this music video i was just really enjoying the music of it um but yeah it it opens with like the girl and the guy who've been in all these videos and she was kind of saying like don't do it and he was like i have to um there's these really beautiful shots of um well they're playing soccer at night at these like outdoor fields and then there's like shots where he's like alone um like singing the song like music video style and I just feel like he looks very pretty Mm -hmm. I like the lighting of this video and his hair um and then they're kind of like at a pub um and the actor guy um leaves and like puts the scary mask on and he's talking to this old guy, <laughs> like this mob some, like, boss old type. white man. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then we cut to this scene where they're in some, like, warehouse, the old boss man, and Louis there, and the guy's there, and they're obviously, like, making some kind of plan. Um, and then they get in a car, and Louis um driving for a second, <laughs> which <laughs> I always love, like, when Louis, when Louis is driving. He drives in, like, um, almost every freaking music video, I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of those 1D ones, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they all get in this car, and they, like, stop this big truck that I guess is, like, full of money, and they, like, steal the money, put it in the trunk, and then the actor guy, the, the star of the music video, um, takes the money, and then the mob boss guy opens the trunk and finds the money's gone and then it like cuts to i think kill my mind where he like goes and meets the girl at that concert yeah so i guess that's when that happens like he he like leaves because she was i guess he like don't do it and then right and then she just goes to a concert it was very she's like my boyfriend the love of my life is 
going to commit a, a crime, a, a, a horrible crime right now. So I'm just gonna like go to a show. <laughs> Take my mind off of it. <laughs> yeah, but then it, it kind of looks like he's he's stolen the money himself or done something with it, and then he like goes to meet his girlfriend. And then they're on a cliff, and the mob boss guys, like henchmen, come after him, and he jumps over the cliff and lands in the water, and they think he's dead. I'm not sure why they think he's dead. Yeah, well, he was like, he's gone. He would never, he couldn't, he jumped, he, he wouldn't be able to make it. Maybe it was a big jump or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he like bursts out of the water, and he's alive and suddenly shirtless. <laughs> what? He didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> like, he jumps in the water, and it's, like, dark. It's dark. He's wearing, like, a full jacket. It's obviously cold. And then he bursts out of the water, and he's shirtless, and it's, like, a beautiful sunset. And, and then the girl comes over, and they make out, and then they walk down the beach. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I like this one better because... I felt like I could understand what was happening more. Mm-hmm. And I do think that the scenes were pretty, like where he's in the water and then he kind of like bursts out. Like I do mm-hmm. think those were pretty yeah. scenes. I guess I just would have preferred if it was like Louis himself. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, I think that would have been cool. And or if we had like a little like, bit. Instead of the girl actress, it was like One Direction that he was like meeting up with or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like cast Nile as the girl in your video. Yeah. And it like flashes back to scenes from what makes you beautiful on the beach and somehow yes. it's tied on, tied in. Or yes. they could do Zane, Veronica. Oh my god. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm just seeing like they're on the beach and you see like the back of someone and they turn around and it's Veronica. <laughs> Anyways, um, I do really love the concept of like making like a story music video. I think it's really mm-hmm. fun. It makes things interesting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I feel like Zane's done this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it's Harry the and his same plot though of like the mob and like right stealing Definitely. money and then like <laughs> girls. Definitely a lot of parallels between this music video and the one Zane has done. Mm-hmm. Um, like Entertainers, the most recent, I think, that we saw. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see if there's going to be more in this series or if that was the end and what the music I was hearing at the end was. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like because you didn't hear it, I'm like, did I make that up? <laughs> well, I was just watching it once, so. Okay. And like, my I'm pretty sure there was like a brand me. new... Huh? So my parents were like talking over it, so oh yeah, not a good focus. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a brand new song because it didn't sound like anything I've heard, and I've listened to all the like Madrid songs a number mm-hmm. of times, so I think I would have recognized if it was one of those. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So moving on. Um. Before we get to Eroda, we have a little bit of Harry news, and that is that. He is going to be hosting the Late Late Show um, on a mystery day between December 9th and 18th. Um, So CBS confirmed that Harry Styles, Chance the Rapper, Alicia Keys, Jeff Goldblum, Ken Jeong, and Melissa McCarthy will each have a turn leading the show. 
The guest-hosted episodes will air between December 9th and 18th. CBS has not yet confirmed who will host which night. I'm not really sure why Harry isn't hosting all of them, but (laughs) I'm still glad he's hosting. Uh huh. So there was some day when James' wife went into labor, and Harry just randomly jumped in. Like that was really fun. It was so exciting. Yeah. So some people were speculating that Harry is going to be hosting on December 12th because um, one of the Do You Know Who You Are generators, it said, you are busy on December 12th. So that could be it. His album comes out on the 13th. And he's going to be performing on the 13th in L.A. But is, yeah. James, is James show? It's in L.A., so that might make sense mm-hmm huh. yeah he'll be doing a full performance at the forum for his album release which i'm not going to because i couldn't get a ticket it's <laughs> okay uh, and also that would mean harry probably is going to perform that night too if he's hosting mm. he might also be performing right and also that um video the sidewalk musical this crosswalk oh, musical right. would probably come out on that night too. Although I'm not sure if James yeah. would also want him to be on as someone to interview. So, right, he could be doing multiple days, hosting one and also appearing on another one or something as a guest, so that like James can yeah. interview him because Harry would just be interviewing other people. Yeah, it seems like it seems like the crosswalk musical would air on a day that james is hosting because it would feel weird for harry to be like and here's this sec- segment yeah. of me yeah, that's true <laughs> <laughs> uh, i need i need more musical stuff because i'm confused mm-hmm. if this, this crosswalk musical didn't seem to be live like singing it right. sounded like the recording but i would like yeah definitely see harry doing like live singing like when the one where they bring in the philharmonic and stuff yeah that would be right cool. yeah we'll have to see um so i don't know if they're gonna announce i guess they will announce it at some point um yeah so we can make sure we watch and then harry's also gonna be on the graham norton show um this friday december 6th and are we thinking that he's gonna perform adore you I feel like he probably will. Wait, so it's the sixth. I thought there was it was different days that it came out on a different day than it was being performed, or no? Or do, do they get filmed on a different day? I don't know. Wait, you think I, that they come out on a different day than what? I didn't. I thought when I looked at it, it wasn't on both on the sixth. I thought one was the sixth and one was the seventh or something. Oh, like it's two days. Yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't really know. All I'm going off of is, like, well, f- like seeing other people talking yeah. about it. Well, I didn't think the show was over two days, but never mind. What? <laughs> I'm just babbling. I don't understand. Just ignore me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. I feel like he will perform Adore You. Yeah. He's going to be on it that would make sense yeah. to me but also he could just be performing his older singles right but i think we get a live performance yeah if i were to I think place so my money mm-hmm. that's what i would yeah do. 
so we know that um, we'll get into this, but we know that um, Adore You is the next single that's coming out this Friday, uh, December 6th. And so I guess that means that Watermelon Sugar was like the ever since New York of this album cycle. Um, He performed it live, but now it's not going to be a single, Um, which is interesting to me. Um, Yeah, it would be such a good single. Because I feel like it would make an incredible single, and I'm kind of sad for it to, like, not go away, but, like, not be featured prominently, like, as a single. Yeah. I feel Um, like it'll become, like, a really popular live concert song, like Kiwi did although kiwi was a single in the end mm-hmm. but wasn't kiwi like kind of a late single though it came out like a while after the album yeah out. yeah so definitely. there's still potential but mm-hmm. i don't know it also makes me wonder um what adore you is going to sound like if it's going to be a single right but it is on the first section of the album, so that's like the happy mm-hmm. upbeat ones. So, but just given the content we've gotten so far, yeah. Well, I, I don't know anymore if that's the happy upbeat part of the album. True. Based on recent information. Yeah, I don't know. So I've been, yeah. I've been avoiding all spoilers from any listening parties. I really haven't seen mm. many, but I know they're out there because I've heard other people complaining. Really. Um, yeah, but I'm not, I haven't looked at anything, so don't worry, Ooh. this is a spoiler-free episode besides everything we've officially gotten. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen any spoilers either, but um, yeah, there's a few listening parties that have been happening for the whole album, so some fans have been able to hear everything, which is very cool. I thought they only heard, like, some of the songs, not all of the songs. Oh, maybe you're right. Like, six of them or something. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. So, um, Eroda, we've gotten a lot. It's kind of hard to keep track of everything. (laughs) (laughs) But um, today we got something new, which was the trailer. So this was dropped on the official um, Harry Styles YouTube channel. And... um, it's titled Harry Styles Adore You Official Video Trailer and then in parentheses Eroda. <laughs> it is number five on trending right now wow. um, on YouTube, which is cool. <laughs> and it was funny because when I was looking up stuff for um, this episode, there is a bunch of these videos where um, people tried to t- were trying to dissect um, Eroda before we found out that it was fully linked to Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of them is called Inside a Mind. I like linked to that. It's like a mystery channel. Um, but there's it's just really funny to see like all these channels have like these like 20 minute videos about like Eroda thinking it's like an ARG or something. Yeah. Um, some of them do mention Harry at the end um, and then some of them don't but but it's just really fans funny. knew all along what it was about. Well, after like that yeah. initial, like day one, fans were like, this is Harry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also have to interrupt because uh-huh. um, Harry is going to be on the Late Late Show Tuesday, December 10th. That was oh. released. We'll be hosting. That was just that released? Day, hosting. So, well, yeah. That, it's just was that just released? Twitter. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. not the 12th. So, we're still busy the 12th and we don't know why. We still have a mystery on the 12th. (laughs) 
Okay, so when is the 10th? What day of the week is that? Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tuesday the 10th, Harry will be hosting the Lee Lee Show. Good mm-hmm. to know. Wait, does it start the 9th that some people are hosting for him? Yep. Or the 9th? Okay. Yeah, they said the 9th through 18th. Okay. I was like, well, maybe Harry's on the 9th and hosting the 10th, but mm. maybe he's going to be a guest when someone else is hosting. Maybe, yeah. Hmm. They all just rotate. <laughs> and is James going to be gone or is he going to be there? Just I not think he's hosting. like on vacation or something. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. So, um, when did you watch this trailer? Um, so I watched it this morning as I was brushing my teeth. Ooh. And then I watched it later on like a bigger TV screen and like got more of like a full taking in of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, brushing my teeth this morning when it came out it was the first time I watched it. And I and feel what like were your we initial saw thoughts. We saw some of the clips from like some shoddy filming of some fan who saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw part of it in theaters or something. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was like really kind of dark and mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes me curious about Adore You, whether it's, like, based on that sadness or it's based on, like, the happiness of coming out of that and, like, finding, right, like, finding your people because, like, in it, Harry, like, realizes he's not alone and we're going to get to all, it, all of it, obviously. But, mm-hmm. like, it makes me curious about, like, what it's about. Um, right. And... Yeah, I wish the woman wasn't talking so fast because it was hard to follow everything she was saying. <laughs> um, yeah. But luckily you have the uh, it written down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Harry's outfits looked very peculiar, if you will, in the mm-hmm. best of ways, in the most Erota of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just I really love the dedication of the Erota the Twitter, um, how like consistent it is with oh its God, responsers. Uh-huh. I want to know, is it Harry behind it, or is it one of his team, or, like, is it multiple people? I'd love right. to just know, because it's very, it's, like, very, um, all of the responses are all in line with each other, like, yeah. so, I don't know, I've been enjoying getting those tweets throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting, because the first um, Erota video we got, the f- it was an ad, and it was, it was very sunny and happy. And it was like a tourist ad, like, come visit Aroda, like, come stay here. And it definitely had, like, elements of darkness and, like, mm-hmm. weirdness. But overall, it seemed, like, happy and, like, a place to go on holiday. Um, and then this latest yeah. one we got was, like, very different. It was very sad. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting yeah. it to be so sad. I, like, cried. It was very intense and... Um, yeah, I just was not prepared yeah, like, at all for that. The the Twitter made it seem like Aroda was like a happy place to go and like become yeah. yourself and like be right. weird. But right. in the video it was like Aroda was a place you wanted to escape. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. somehow in the music video, like Harry's gonna be the person who changes it or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking, like maybe it starts out as a as a kind of dark place and then it, it changes and like now yeah. it's a happy place to go visit <laughs> yeah 
but um, remains that remains to be seen. So, yeah, it's so interesting that we get a like full trailer for a music video for a song that's not even the song, and it makes you think: is like when the actual song comes out, is it going to be like just a music video, or are we going to get like a full film? Where, yeah, like, I don't there's know. more of this story, right? I feel like there's got to be more. Yeah. Like, I want to say there's more. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, some talking bits, some song bits. Or, like, talking mm-hmm. at the beginning, talking at the end. Or, like, I mean, right. not just talking, but, like, film part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read through the... Um, the text of what the woman is saying over the video and then we're going to like go through scene by scene and share our thoughts so um over the video there's this woman talking and this is what she says in all the seas in all the world there has never been a land quite like the isle of Eroda. Shaped unmistakably like a, like a frown. It is home to a but forgotten fishing village that has had perpetual cloud cover for as long as anyone can remember. An isle where some still believe that it's bad luck to mention a peak in a fisherman's pot. Where seeing a minister in the morning meant you should go home immediately. Some fishermen still wore a single gold earring for luck. Some say it's to pay to have your body buried if you die in a strange port. It was also frowned upon to be caught whistling in the wind in fear you might turn a gust into a gale. And if you ever leave Eroda, avoid doing so on odd number days. Everyone was always frowning, which they referred to as resting fish face. But then, well, something peculiar happened, or, I mean, someone peculiar happened. The boy was peculiar from the moment he entered the world. No one ever meant to be mean towards him, but in a town grown used to how the things were, No one knew what to do with something different. They did their very best to ignore it, hoping it would go away. And eventually so did the boy. He had lost his smile, and without it, the world grew darker. The wind colder, and the ocean more violent. tried to ignore the fish, but he was not alone in his melancholy. Loneliness is an ocean full of travelers trying to find their place in the world. But without friendship, we are all lost and left with no hope, no home, no harbor. He wondered what cruel twist of fate brought them together, and if fate was involved, what did she have have in store? To be continued. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> this video is a lot. I want to um, know who wrote this. Like, did Harry write this? That's what I want to know, too. Yeah, are those his words? Or, like, was it part of the director and, like, the, the writing right. of the script for the film thing? 
Yeah. I, maybe they'll give credits, like, in the music video, and we'll see who right. worked on it and stuff. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so I'm just going to play the video on mute so we can, like, talk about it. Okay. Um, so it opens with, like, um, a globe, like a spinning globe, um, and the globe kind of spins over Erota, which is, um, it looks like it's kind of off, off the coast of Glasgow. And um, even the ta- the island has like these different parts of it. It has um, Martin's Heaven, Una, um, Marmaron, and what is the last one? Ganona, Garona. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if these places are, like, we're going to find out what they are or if they're just, like, to add to the world. Yeah. Know? It's such an in-depth world that's been created. It's so wild that he did Someone all really, this. like, went, <laughs> like, had a really fun creative experience with this whole thing. Honestly. Yeah. And then we kind of come upon the fishing village. So the camera pans, like, over this cliff and you can see there's um, the coastline and a bunch of little houses and it's kind of like that Scottish um, looking coast. Um, they um, have a scene in the pub where I guess someone mentioned a pig <laughs> and got slapped pretty hard. The amount of times fans were like, can I bring my pig to the pub? And then they wrote up Twitter would be like, sure, just don't mention it. <laughs> like, uh-huh. so, many, so many of those answered questions. Yeah. Um, and then there's two women walking, walking with umbrellas and they pass a minister, um, and look very alarmed and they run away. (laughs) Um, there's this man in like this, this like mustardy turtleneck with a gold earring. I love that look. He looks great. Yeah, me too. And the earring, it's like a little coin. Um, it's like a- I don't understand why he died. What did he do? A little dolphin tail. Um, I'm I'm watching now to see. I think he just fell. Mm. Yeah. But she definitely said something. But I don't, I don't well, she said if you're wearing a gold earring, it's payment for your for your body to be buried. What? What? That's so creepy. I know. Hmm. Isn't that what it says? Um, some fishermen oh, no. still wore a single gold earring for luck. Some say it's to pay to have your body buried if you die in a strange port. Oh, and he just dies in a strange port. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, so maybe it was just for luck. Um, <clears throat> or maybe it was so that he would be buried if he died in a strange port. I guess what happens if you die in a strange port and you're not wearing a gold earring? They you just, just leave you there? Buried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's like pulling this rope and he, he seems to fall into the water. Um, and then we have a shot of these two people walking... It's raining. It's very beautiful, like, the scenery. Yeah. All this, like, green. Um, but it almost looks like it's, like, a man and sun, mm-hmm. perhaps. And the sun's whistling. That idiot. Whistling in the, in the wind. <laughs> and <laughs> he gets carried away up into the air by the wind. And the guy with him tries to grab him, but he, he can't. And he goes, like, like, fully head over heels. Yeah. Um, up into the air and away. Um, then we have this boat on the water 
this shot is so beautiful like this mm-hmm. brick roof and the, the like ocean beyond it's so pretty yeah um and lightning strikes the boat and like sets it on fire i'm assuming because they tried to leave on an odd numbered day <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this shot of this guy like watching the boat from the shore and i can't tell if he's like holding a crutch it looks like it right he's got like this interesting long like dreadlocked beard um and then there's a woman in a kitchen cutting many 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 potatoes Mm -hmm. there's so she's cutting potatoes there's she's peeling potatoes there's peeled potatoes in a bowl whole potatoes next to her and then look at the shelf behind her I'm trying to get there's to just it. like bowls and bowls of potatoes. Oh wow. Was there any mention of potatoes anywhere? <laughs> no, on the not that I've seen. <gasps> hmm. Um and then there's a shot of this doctor in a hospital in like the looks like the baby ward. Um and then this woman who's painting and we we saw her in the last ad a little and bit. And she was also in the behind the scenes photos of yes. that music video. Uh-huh. Way back when that we saw in August. Yeah, she's wearing like this headband, and then what would you call this style of jacket? Um, I don't know. Mm, I want to call it a camping like jacket, but and cozy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she's sitting at the at the like ship dock, and she's painting. And um, all these people that they're flashing to, like, all look kind of, like, sad and angry. Yeah. And, and this like is what no they refer... to. no smiles in Aroda, apparently. Yeah, and this is what they refer to as resting fish face. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best thing. <laughs> it's just so funny because, like, obviously this is all very, like, serious and artistic. And then it's, like, resting fish face. You're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Great. Great stuff. Um... Yeah, and then, yeah, there's this these two women, this one cutting someone else's hair in this, like, kind of old-fashioned-looking house, like this pink wallpaper. It's really pretty. And then there's these three fishermen dudes with their yellow overalls and jacket, this guy in a pub. Um, and then we get to the, the baby scene, which is when things start to get Ooh. interesting. So we're at the hospital and the nurses and the doctor are kind of staring confusedly at this baby. And he's like shining like from his mouth, I would mm-hmm. say. There's this like light coming out of him. Oh, but he looks very so happy. Cute. I know. Little baby. Yeah. And there's a picture of him in class, like a class photo. But his face is just like, yeah, there's just like this light. Um, so you can't even see his face. And it says, from the moment he entered the world, no one ever meant to be mean towards him. Um, and then you see this kid, which is him a little bit grown up. He's wearing this red jacket. And oh my God, does this kid look like Harry? <laughs> right? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks I like love the casting. Harold. Yeah. Um, I wish they'd um, somehow, you know how they can, like, CGI people these days? They could have, like, CGI'd young Harry. That would have been really weird. (laughs) That would have been too weird. I like this. I like this. (laughs) 
eyed baby Harry. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he like walks up to this man and he's like so happy and he's like grinning and waving at him. And then the man like gets blinded by him and like falls over on his bike. Did he have potatoes in and... his bike? Wait. He rewind. Did. He does. His bike is full of potatoes. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> There's also so many extras. Like, if you pause this scene, one, two, three, four, five. There's, like, five people all, all along this street. Could have been me. Mm-hmm. The one guy's really not dressed. And he's, like, wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Some set worker. I feel like we saw that set worker in those photos. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, the biker falls over. And then he gets really mad and, like, kind of yells at him. And then he's talking to these two boys and he's smiling at them, too. I love this shot. What do they have on their faces? They're putting sunscreen on. Oh, to shield themselves from him? Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. And I feel like this explains, like, you know, Rhoda's talked so much about the constant cloud cover and somehow Harry yeah. is, like, the sun and is, like, going to make the clouds part and it's going to be sunny because, like, yeah. the Twitter has been insistent about how cloudy it is. Right. <laughs> and, like, yep. this is, like, the sun now come, like, shining out of the mouth and, like, mm-hmm. he's going to make everything sunny and shiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the boys kind of walk away and then we have an older Harry in a very cool shirt, if I do say so myself. Yes. And he walks up to this woman and smiles at her and sets her umbrella on fire. <laughs> um, accidentally. And he just and walks then, away. <laughs> well, he smiles and then he just has like put, has like the most sad, like defeated look on his face. Yeah. yeah. And he just walks away. Um, yeah. And then there's like the saddest scene. Well, maybe not the saddest, but it's very sad. One of the He's sad. Si- yeah, he's sitting up on this mountain on this bench, um, and he, like, screams into a jar. Um, and this is when they're saying they did their very best to ignore it, hoping it would go away, and eventually so did the boy. Mm. Um, and he, like, screams into this jar and then, like, quickly closes it. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, um, is he trying to trap the light or just, like, his screams? There's a whole bunch of jars everywhere. Yeah, so there's this whole bunch of jars next to him, and, like, some of, their, some of them are in bags. And he just, like, has the saddest, like, look on his face. Wait, is this, like, a, a short shirt set, or is this a dress? I think it's a short shirts, shirt set. Interesting. It's too hard to say. And he's got, like, long socks on. <laughs> He's got what? He's got like long socks Aww. on in this shot. Very peculiar. Looks like he's wearing pantyhose. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Maybe he was really cold. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, he looks very, very sad up here. And based, like, combining it with, like, the, the words that they're kind of saying, I got the impression that he was, like, putting his, like, pain or his sadness into these jars. For some reason. Yeah, so he's kind of sitting hunched. He, like, lets out a sigh. And then it goes to... He's, like, in a bedroom with this, like, blue wallpaper. Um, And he puts this, like, crazy old um, 
helmet on. It's like an old diver's helmet. He puts it on and he like walks down the street and then drops the helmet and put ro- puts rocks in his pockets. Presumably he's trying to like make it so his mouth doesn't shine out and he's like hiding himself. I think like so he's able to like contain the brightness that always gets in the way. Mm, you think that's what the rocks are about? No, about the helmet. Oh, okay. Right. That makes sense. No, no not the like, rocks. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, so like Yeah, people don't, people that makes sense. First of all, like people don't know who he is, but also like yeah. he's not able to cause any destruction cuz he's the metals right. blocking it. I wonder um, if he had to like start wearing this helmet all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I know people have speculated about this being related to, like, the fishbowl image of Harry's album and the whole theme of fish. Mm-hmm. And, like, this view, him looking out, could be, like, the mm-hmm. same circular view of the album. I'm not really convinced totally. about anything I've seen yet, speculation-wise, but... Yeah. That's cool ideas, though. Yeah. I really like the outfit he has on here. It's, like, a denim-ish mm. looking jacket and, like, bell-bottom pants. Yeah, I feel and, like we've seen those pants, just not with that jacket. Yeah, I think or so. Maybe they were different. But. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got like dark blue painted nails on. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, this part they say he had lost his smile, and without it, the world grew darker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he like puts rocks in his pockets and starts wading into the ocean, and he's like looking very sad, and he sees this fish, like flopping, on the rocks. And he, like, walks over and tosses it back into the water. I really like this scene. I think it's so pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is really pretty. Um, I was not prepared to just see Harry looking this sad, though. And, like, wandering into the ocean. With rocks in his pocket. Like, that means he's trying to kill himself. Yeah. Um, And then, like, the fish gets thrown back. Or the fish jumps back up onto the rock. And that's when he's, that's when the voice talks about the boy tried to ignore the fish, but he was not alone in his melancholy. Mm. And then they go into this fish cartoon. <laughs> this was interesting. I wonder if they just like ran out of money to like, make it look real. So they decided to like <laughs> do this instead. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get this gorgeous quote, which is loneliness is an ocean full of travelers trying to find their place in the world. Um, and it's the cartoon of this fish. He gets electrocuted by a jellyfish. They don't want him. He, like, goes to this school of redfish, and they all, like, swim away from him. And then he, like, just, like, wilts. And then he's with all these little hermit crabs. He's in a little shell. He's, like, trying to be part of their <laughs> part of their little shell community. And then they kick the shell off of him and, like, run away. And then he, like, goes up on the shore to die. Yeah, because you realize the fish was trying to kill itself. But Harry yeah. saved it. And then because it goes back up there, it's like, no, he wanted to be up there. Yeah. It's so sad that little, this little fish was, like, trying to find his place yeah. in the fish world. And he couldn't. So he, like, tries to come on shore. And, like, Harry in this music video couldn't find his place in the land mm-hmm. world. So he's, like, going into the ocean. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to start, like, talking to the fish. Yeah. Like, there's got to be something with this. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so the way it ends is like it's as and if fate was involved, you know, what did she have in store? And he kind of like looks at the fish and like looks around and I think he's kind of realizing something. And that's when it says to be continued and he goes over to the fish, but it looks like he's taking out a newspaper or something to put the fish yeah, in. Yeah, I thought it looked like a bag. I thought he might yeah. take it back to that helmet and like fill it with water. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this video is really something. I'm like, so I cannot wait for Friday to see what's going to happen. Same. Um, I hope there's more than just a music video. I want it to be like a more, like a story. Me too. Yeah. I would love to get like a whole, a whole story. Um, it's actually funny. I had texted my friends earlier about this video like just the link to it and my friend just texted back and said i need this to be a seven book series (laughs) oh (laughs) feels um yeah so there's obviously themes of loneliness not belonging um friendship like without friendship we are all lost and left with no hope no home and no harbor um so it's funny because when we were talking about adore you on our last episode, we were like, oh, this is going to be, like, a fun, upbeat, like, jam song. Yeah. But now it seems like it's maybe going to be a little bit more intense than that, me- more yeah. meaningful. I think it still has the potential to be a happy song or an uplifting song if, mm-hmm. like, this is the backdrop of it and then the actual song is, like, about finding your place yeah. or something and, like, like friendship. that. friendship. Yeah. It reminds me of how Harry talked so much about friendship and how important it was on the Zane Lowe interview. Yes. Me too. Yeah. It's hard to tell from the music. So I can only assume that the music playing over the top of this video is from Adore You. That's the song. Yeah, I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't even paying attention. Really? (laughs) The music part? No. (laughs) I was so focused on all the other parts. I know there's so much to take in but um yeah the music it's it's like this synth keyboard um very like steady synth keyboard kind of beat um and then these high piano keys like almost top of the piano um kind of like random and then goes like into a little bit more of a melody um and there's lots of like distorted voices in the background a lot of like kind of screaming scream type um underwater sounding like eerie vocals Mm. um and even when he like screams into the jar that part like his scream sounds like part of the music Mm -hmm. um like he does it in like the same key as like or the same notes as like the music um it reminded me really strongly of kesha's spaceship have you heard that um yes it's like one of my favorite kesha songs um it's a really it, it, beautiful song. Yeah. It reminded me of it in a lot of ways. I mean, the sound of it wasn't exactly the same, but it kind of had that same, like, sparseness because in Adore You, at least the bit that we heard, it was, like, just that, like, synth keyboard and the piano, and that was it. And, like, Kesha's song, Spaceship, is just banjo and, like, a kick drum. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to read some of the lyrics from Spaceship because they're very similar to, like um, – the trailer at least we just saw um 
I knew from the start I don't belong in these parts. There's too much hate. There's too much hurt for this heart. Lord knows this planet feels like a hopeless place. Thank God I'm going back home to outer space. And then the chorus is, I'm waiting for my spaceship to come back to me. It's coming back for me. I don't really care if you believe. It's coming back for me, yeah. I've been living in a lonesome galaxy, but in my dreams I see them come and rescue me. Look up in the sky and there there they'll be. I bet you'll think of me then. Um, I just got shivers. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then the that ending whole album of- is like one of the best albums ever in my me too yeah rainbow it's so, so good. good i love i have so much love for this song um and then at the end she has a bit of a talking part where there's like these spaceship sounds and she says as i leave this earth and sail into the infinite cosmos of the universe the wars the triumphs the beauty and the bloodshed the ocean of human endeavor it all grows quiet insignificant i'm nothing more than recycled stardust and borrowed energy born from a rock spinning in the ether I watch my life backwards and forwards, and I feel free. Nothing is real. Love is everything, and I know nothing. Um, and then also the music video for Spaceship, which um, she did like a whole album video, and the music video portion for Spaceship, it opens like with an ocean shot, and it's so similar to the opening of the Eroda ad. <laughs> mm. Like it's an aerial shot of the ocean and like these rocks and there's like seagulls and kesha's in like this fish tank looking thing on the shore she's like in this alien outfit i feel like he had to be inspired um because there's just so many similarities um Mm -hmm. and the biggest similarity like the reason i first thought of it is because when he screams into that jar um there's this towards the end of the song spaceship in like the bridge there's this musical part where kesha's like screaming but it's like mm-hmm. musical screaming, and it mm-hmm. sounds so much like the way that Harry screamed in the Eroda trailer. Mm-hmm. That's like what made me think of it. And then I was like reading the lyrics, and I was like, "Oh, this is so similar, like theme yeah. of not feeling like you belong, and in a way where you're like, there's too much hate for this heart, yeah. which is so similar to like Harry in this video, like walking around smiling and being happy, and everyone being like not able to handle it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely feel like he might have been inspired by it. Um, I didn't ever watch that, the whole, I didn't know she did a whole video mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I think it was all on that. iTunes, but a lot of it's on, on YouTube now. Cool. So, um, were there other, like, things that this trailer made you think of? Um, things that it related to. I kind of thought of that movie, um, I don't know what it's called, where the man talks to fish. Because it seems like Harry's going to have some sort of connection with these fish, given, like, all the posters. Oh, wait, is that that, like, really sad movie? I don't know. I saw it when I was really little. Is it called Big Fish? I have no idea. (laughs) I have this, like... I feel like there's, like, cartoon elements to it. I don't know if I'm thinking of the same movie. I feel like I remember seeing this movie called Big Fish that was really sad, but I don't know if it was actually about fish or not. I don't know. It doesn't sound like it's that one. It's this like, movie came out in 2003. No, this one's older. Mm. It was like one, one my mom made me watch. It was like a man really? talks to fish or something. Um, and like I think it goes <laughs> into like the cartoon world at one point. I don't know. I, I think this mixing. is Big Fish. I could be mixing things. 
No, I think it's the same movie. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Big Fish movie. Let's see. No, maybe it's not. No, it's not this one. Okay. No, this is way too recent for it. Um, let oh, me type okay. in man. Is it the incredible oh. Mr. Limpet? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> this looks very disturbing. I will not be watching this. <laughs> yes, it is that one. <laughs> An <Anywho>. American live <laughs> action animated comedy film from 1964. <laughs> yes. So it made me think of that because the man talks to fish. Oh my like God. Harry's going to have some connection to these fish. It is about a man named Henry Limpet who turns into a talking fish resembling a tile fish and helps the U.S. Navy locate and destroy Nazi submarines. Oh, my God. Okay, I didn't remember the plot, okay? Um, but, yeah, just, like, especially because the cartoon in the music video, I mean, in the trailer, and also the live person... Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole connection with the fish, and it looks like Harry's going to become friends with this fish. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I definitely see a lot of psychedelic elements mm. to this. Um, at least the the whole Eroda situation is very psychedelic. Yeah. Um, Stephanie, um, at Never Your Girl on Twitter said, um, visit Aroda is my favorite thing he's done so far this era. I love how very Alice in Wonderland and Miss mm, Peregrine it is. Yes. Peculiar is 100% my jam. Um, so yeah, definitely very Alice in Wonderland-esque. Mm-hmm. It also reminds me of, um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> Because of the, like, random land. And, like, the cloudiness and the weirdness. <laughs> and like the one guy like didn't fit in and i didn't see that movie yeah well i mean i guess in the book it wasn't about anyone not fitting in but in the movie i didn't read the book either Uh, the uh, the book was way different than the movie the book is really yeah it wasn't about like someone who caused it It was just like the land was just like that yeah Um, but i guess it reminds me of the themes of the movie of like this guy who doesn't fit in and they're at this weird island yeah 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 i feel like before we got this trailer i was definitely thinking that this was going to be more of like a psychedelic sounding song mm-hmm. um just based on how like you know wacky this this world was being created as mm-hmm. um but the actual music we got it's kind of unclear because it definitely has more of an 80s sound to it mm-hmm. but also you never know like this this ki- tiny piece of instrumentation could like just be the very beginning of the song yeah. or like could be like just ex- like the chords of the song small part extended mm-hmm. yeah definitely um yeah um anything else that you're thinking about no I don't think so. Your um, sound just cut really weirdly, so there might have been a delay there or whatever. But um, Oh, there you are. Hi, you just you left me? for a minute. Now I can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I was saying. I was like, your sound cut out really weirdly there. I think there's something going on. Um, but no, I don't really have anything to add except that I'm excited to see what happens on Friday. Yeah. Also, like, that means Liam's album's coming out and this song is coming out. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah. And I think some of the boys are performing as well. I'm not really sure. Yeah. 
Um, and also Camila Cabello's album comes out on Friday, which I'm very oh, excited about. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Originally, we were gonna do a watermelon sugar discussion today, but then all of this like erotic stuff is happening, and it was just too exciting not to talk about. Yeah. Um, but when I was preparing for watermelon sugar, I like kind of like had all these notes that I feel like kind of relate to this as well. Um, because I was talking about um, kind of like psychedelic music, mm-hmm. and um, I was thinking of the song "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds" by the Beatles, mm-hmm. yeah, um, which is like a very, I feel like a kind of psychedelic song that a lot of people are familiar with. Yeah, um, a lot of people kind of think it it's um, about LSD because Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, but the story is that. Um, John's son came home and had um, drawn drawn a picture of his friend named Lucy, and she was flying, and the title was Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. On the picture? Yeah. um, There's this quote from him where he says, It was purely unconscious that it came out to be LSD. Until somebody pointed it out, I never even thought of it. I mean, who would ever bother to look at initials of a title? It's not an acid song. The imagery was Alice in the boat, and also the image of this female who would come to save me the secret love that was going to come one day. So it turned out to be Yoko, though, and I hadn't met Yoko then. But she was my imaginary imaginary girl that we all have. Aww. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I feel like it's very influenced by, by like, his drug use, because mm-hmm. um, I think that's, like, pretty well documented. But the mm-hmm. title, I guess, didn't come from that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the lyrics of that Such song. Such a good title. Yeah, the beginning of it is, mm -hmm. the beginning of it is, um, picture yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly, a girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Cellophane flowers of yellow and green towering over your head. Look for the girl with the sun in her eyes and she's gone. So like, we obviously don't have the music of Adore You yet, but based on, like, all of the Erota stuff, like, this is just very similar to that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that song. It's very pretty. Me too. I would love to get, like, really wackadoodle lyrics in this to go along yeah. with the wackadoodleness of Erota. Right? <laughs> like, it just sounds so pretty combining words like that that don't usually go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and then we have, like, the, all the stuff about In Watermelon Sugar, which is the, the novel by Richard Brodigan. Um, it was written in 1964, um, and we all thought that Watermelon Sugar, the song, could potentially have something to do with that, but we've gotten the song now, and it doesn't seem to be related to the book. Um, I feel like it's gotta have been, like, taken from that, though. Yeah, so basically... We usually don't talk about, like, we don't, we usually don't, like, name the people that Harry is, like, in relationships with, but I feel like at this point, he's, like, kind of brought it up so we can, Um, because he's talked about his, what? I didn't say anything. Oh, your, your, your audio went, blip. (laughs) (laughs) Blip, blip, blip. (laughs) 
So Harry talked with Zane Lowe about um, the album, and they talked about how he's included a clip of his ex-girlfriend in Cherry. Um, and um, Camille Rowe, who um, is probably that girl, has um, an interview in Elle magazine where she talks about Watermelon Sugar being her favorite novel. Um, and Harry's talked about how people, the person he was dating had given him books and like he wasn't much of a, a reader, but he like read books that people gave to him. So I feel like that could have, it could have been one of those things where like the song wasn't about the book, but it was like because he got that book from her. Yeah. Plus I've seen like people talk about how watermelon sugar in the book was kind of like part of this cult and it was like the thing mm-hmm. they survived on and like kind of mm-hmm. got high off of or something. And, like, I could mm-hmm. imagine that's a similar feeling to the watermelon sugar in the song, except it's not, like, mm-hmm. necessarily, like, the same substance, but it's right uh, the same feeling. Yeah. I haven't read this book mm-hmm. at all, but it's apparently a post-apocalyptic book where um, individuals live in houses and wear clothing made of watermelon sugar, an element found by extracting the water out of watermelons, leaving the sugar behind. Um, and then also set in the aftermath of a fallen civilization, it focuses on a commune organized around a central gathering house, which is named I-Death. In this environment, many things are made of watermelon sugar, though the inhabitants also use pine wood and stone for building material and fuel made from trout oil. The landscape of the novel is constantly in flux. Each day has a different colored sun, which creates different colored watermelons, and the central building also changes frequently. The novel's narrator who is left unnamed, claims to be writing an investigative book on his experiences at iDeath. Why would you ever want to live somewhere called iDeath? I like, no. place with that building title. I would right? run away. But it seems like there could be a lot of parallels between this and Eroda. Mm. Um, like, definitely could have, this could have been an inspiration for that. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Also, I also read Creepy. that. Creepiness. Hmm? The creepiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also read that Brodigan said that he based the book on his life in Bellinas, whose inhabitants were at the time known for their semi-communal and insular ways, mm. um, which is just funny because Bellinas is a town in um, Marin, where I used to live. Well, I didn't live in Marin, but it was like north of me, and I used to go there quite a lot. My dad loved Bellinas and wanted to retire there. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. Um, where uh-huh. is, what is the second place you said? Um, Marin. Yeah. Is that some... It's, like, north of San Francisco. So it's in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's, like, a ocean town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I also forgot to mention that um, we got posters put up in New York, which was the first confirmation that we had that Erota was about Harry. Um, they're posters that say, Adore You Coming December 6th, and the artwork for it was later posted um, by Harry Styles' Twitter. And it's this beautiful picture of Harry. um, And he's standing with his hands kind of clasped together in prayer position. He has his eyes closed. And there's, like, ocean around him and these, like, fish jumping around. It's very pretty artwork. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, Snow White. In oh that, like, yeah the animals are being drawn to him and he's kind of like this leader of like nature yeah yeah um yeah so this has just been really exciting 
to like see unfold and be a part of I can't believe that Harry's doing all of this it's amazing yeah (laughs) it's so cool I'm just so glad like this is such an experience being yeah. a Harry fan. There's just so much excitement to all this buildup. Uh-huh. Like, some people might think it's stupid, but, like, I don't think many people do, to be honest, because no. it's just exciting, and, like, I, it, it helps create... It's more than just the music. It's this whole experience. It's it's mm-hmm. entertainment in such a vast way, mm-hmm. you know? It, mm-hmm. it really is. I don't know. I really enjoy it. Yeah, me too. Me too. So we're going to be getting the song and hopefully the full story of Eroda on Friday, which is super exciting. Um, I'm sure we're going to do a whole episode on that. All right. Um, I think that's it for today. Is there anything else that I forgot to talk about? Nope. Okay. Um, we'd love to hear what you thought about the show and your opinions on anything we discussed today. Feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you would like to hear us talk about on future episodes. Thank you for listening to episode 200 of Talk Direction. You can uh, visit us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Find us on Tumblr, talkdirection.tumblr.com or on Instagram at TalkDirection. You can also follow us individually. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O, L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And Caitlin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin I-R Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Make sure and check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash TalkDirection, where today on Talk Direction Down Low, we're going to be talking about LP1 and more of our in-detail, in-depth thoughts about all of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. Um, you can find us also on SoundCloud and pretty much anywhere else you get podcasts. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 201. Bye. Bye. On the way to 27 Got a place in the other side of London Doing better Doing better And I know you left a part of you In New York could be a bed in a box But you're doing better Doing better Hard and it gets messed up when you give so much, but it's not enough. When the highs too high and the lows too low, when you love someone and they let you go. In all the seas, in all the world, there has never been a land quite like the Isle of Eroda. Shaped unmistakably like a frown, it is home to all but forgotten fishing village that has... Whoa. It is home to all but forgotten fishing village that has had... Is that what that's supposed to say? (laughs) I don't know.
<laughs> I took this straight from Harry's description box, so. <laughs> it is home to all but forgotten <laughs> fishing. <laughs> Try to put the emphasis on different parts and see if it makes sense. I know. It is home to all but forgotten fishing village that. <laughs> as long. Okay. Is it, do you think she meant. <laughs> It is home to all a forgotten fishing village that has... It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is home to all. <laughs> to all but forgotten. <laughs> I'm just going to say say that the but is an A. And then maybe I'm very wrong and we'll listen to it and be misconstrued. But that also, corrected. it is home to all of forgotten doesn't also make sense. It is home to all. Like, if it's like, it is home to all, comma, a forgotten fishing village that has a perpetual cloud cover. Okay, that doesn't make it. sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to listen to it really quickly. It is. I think she says it like that. I was confused. Oh, well, you were listening to it? Yeah, I think she does. It is home to all, but is a forgotten fishing village that has had perpetual cloud cover oh wait hold on i'm listening to it it is home to all but forgotten it is home to an all (laughs) it is home to an all but forgotten fishing village oh okay whoever (laughs) whoever wrote this in harry's description box did it wrong (laughs) it is home to to an all all but forgotten that's That's so so funny that we couldn't get that (laughs) because <laughs> it's so odd it i guess to an it is home to an all but forgotten fishing that village. makes more sense okay okay <clears throat> i'm gonna start from the top <laughs> <laughs> i think people will like this though <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay in all the seas in all the world there has never been a land quite like the isle of Eroda, shaped unmistakably like a frown it is home to an all-but-forgotten fishing village that has had perpetual cloud cover for as long as...